Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 113. Can you dig it? We're getting up there in these uh, in these numbers. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we have Tony the Pony Cats. Yes. Off-road, Mr. Gray Andy. Back for another week. And the one, the only, he's missed quite some time, Wrecking Ball. Wonderful. We can do it without that part, but wonderful. No, I think it was a lot of just to just you know let him know I'm here. Yeah, that's how he in the says building. his name. Yeah. He's off the injured list. Yeah, we brought him back in. Uh, he's at a, a makeshift table as we are still broadcasting yeah. in a uh, garage. But uh, every week we get a little closer to getting to that studio. Yeah, he had a solid rehab assignment in Triple uh, A, yeah. Manga. I think he went uh, three for five over the weekend. Yes, he did. So he's down ready, to he's the ready. Dominican. They were calling me the new uh, Lopez out there. Oh. What is that, like Brooke? No, they just did a documentary at 30 by 30. Uh, I forgot his first name, though. But he was like the first Dominican basketball player. He was pretty popular. Oh, Felipe. yeah. Felipe Lopez. Felipe yeah. Lopez. Pretty close. That's yeah. my great cousin. Oh. Yeah. Well, this is our sports <laughs> What is a great cousin? <laughs> just like a really cool guy. <laughs> you don't know, just you like, can't ask. Just a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was just he was the best guy around. Indeed he was. Uh, <laughs> This is our sports pod. Make sure you check out our entertainment pod and hit that subscribe button and even share with a friend. But let's talk some more sports. Any more Felipe Lopez we need to talk about? Uh, no, but as I said before, there's a guy named Brooke Lopez who oh, happens yeah. to be playing in these uh, NBA playoffs. Uh, the big tall man playing for uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Who, yes. I mean, he plays right next to another big tall man oh, who yeah. happened to finally we, uh, figure out the Celtics defense. Joe and I actually just got done watching that game about uh, 10 – 30 minutes ago, 45 minutes ago, and uh, he, uh, he, the Greek freak can't be stopped. He yeah. just absolutely, we were watching him go full speed, spin move, dunking, getting and ones. He can't be stopped. And I mean, I think Boston made a mistake kicking the shit out of Milwaukee the first game because now yeah. Milwaukee has come back strong. And I'll be honest, I've been guilty. I think I said it in the last podcast because it was the day after they kicked their ass, Boston kicked Milwaukee's ass game one. I said, I think this Milwaukee, this Boston team's for real. I think they can beat them. I think they will beat them. And uh, I immediately regret that decision because now it's 3-1 Milwaukee. They're going to go back home, and they're going to finish the business. I mean, Milwaukee was still won by, like, 13 today, and they didn't even have a good shooting game. And Boston still just struggled. I mean, that's, Milwaukee's yeah. too good for Boston. There's no answer for the Greek freak. And they're going to move on and play Toronto or Philly. And when they do, they're probably going to – Easily take care of business with one of those teams too. I think. I think Toronto could. I a lot. Of, I know you like Toronto, so I think Toronto could give them. But we'll see. But I'm excited because I would like to see Milwaukee, if Golden State in the finals, if that's what it ends up being, just because Milwaukee would have the home court. So I would just be interested to see if, with that said, and with having a guy like the Greek Freak, if they'll be able to actually beat uh, Golden State. Because I feel like they actually will match up decently with them. They like to shoot a lot of threes. Also, they play solid defense. They have a specimen down low. I don't know. What do you What do you think? Yeah, I think uh, people forget how good Milwaukee's regular season was. I know they only won, I think, 61 or 62 or something, which isn't, like, yeah. way up there with all the all-time great teams. But I think they did finish with the number one defense and, like, top five in offense, which is, is very rare. So that they, you know, they can really suffocate you, you know, when they need to turn on the defense. 
and then they have a bunch of shooters. And just that game one was just a little bit of a fluke because not only did Giannis not have a good game, but a lot of the side guys didn't do anything. Brooke Lopez, Eric Bledsoe, you know, Pat Connaughton. Like they have a they have a pretty deep team, and pretty much everyone but Middleton in that game one had a miserable game. And now you see in these games, you know, you don't even need to get MVP Giannis, and they can uh, still take care of Boston. Just a physical mismatch, <clears throat> hands down. Can't beat it. Can't beat him. Yeah. I actually weirdly think Milwaukee will match up decently with Golden State if that is the finals because of the fact that they do play good defense. They like to shoot the three-pointer just like Golden State does. And so I think that with that said, I think they can keep up with Golden State scoring. And then you factor in the fact of home court and Giannis. I mean, I just hope people aren't surprised if Milwaukee actually – is the last team standing this year. I mean, I didn't believe it a week ago, but now I, uh, I'm i a little convinced now that yeah. I think they could do it. I, I don't know anyone who could actually guard Giannis. I, I, I was actually saying yeah. this last week. I said I think I think Zion Williamson's got the best chance. He's just not in the NBA yet. Yeah, we were but, actually... Like, who's going to guard him, Durant or we, Green? The only person I honestly can on that team is Iguodala, I think. That's yeah. the only he's, person. Iguodala's only 6'6". Six, six, well, that's what I'd want so, to, Yeah, but, but he's still the... You he's gotta built give, the best out of those guys. He would run to, over Durant and Green. Uh, you got to give the challenge to what's his face, uh, Tim Green. Tim yeah, Green. yeah, Green. Green's smaller too, so maybe he will have those quick hands and he can draw contact. And when Green gets, yeah, we all know Green will sacrifice his body. He almost gets off to that. So I mean, he. Uh, it'll be a good matchup if that is what it is. I mean, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here. Yeah, I mean, I mean neither team has even advanced to their the <laughs> Western Eastern Finals yet, but uh, we're just assuming. You know, NBA it's a little easier to assume than other sports what's going to happen but uh all right well what what about this question what do you think slowing down the celtics do you think it's lack of teamwork play or do you think that they're just trying to be ball hogs because there's no chemistry in that? yeah i I think it's just that at the end what you said i think it's a complete lack of chemistry that team just doesn't i certain you can have good players on a team but you have to gel together and that team just doesn't gel together hayward comes off the bench and looks like he doesn't even want to be there and then Kyrie Irving, you know, he's had his things say this year about wanting to maybe get traded and all this and that. So, I mean, it's clear he's maybe not as motivated as he should be, especially when you're the team leader. And then you look who else. I mean, and then you got what? Tatum's like 20 years old. Jalen Brown's the one who's actually improving. And then like you even said, we're not too big on Marcus Smart that much. He's He has his moments like a lot of people, but I don't think he's anything special. I think uh, they're a team without a point guard. Kyrie is not a good point guard in the sense yeah, like, like a facilitator leading, leading an offense. Yeah. Uh, it's a great score. Like a Chris Paul or something. Yeah. Um, and then you get, so then you get left. I think it's, it's really hurt Tatum and Brown where it's like, they're not just standstill shooters. They have a bigger skill set, but it's just not really like being shown. It, it showed a lot more last year with uh Rozier is, even though he's really not like a great point guard, he was successful with uh, Tatum last year in the yeah. playoffs. And so I don't know. Maybe we just got to redesign the whole team. And Hay- Hayward's like a pretty good passer, but he's still more of a score first guy. So I, yeah, I think a team just needs kind of a, a little bit of a reset. I don't know. Um, obviously, Anthony Davis would help them out. Oh yeah. If they can if they can get Irving to come back and you know trade some of these young guys for Anthony Davis, then who cares about if you have a point guard or not? You have Anthony Davis. Yeah. But those Clearly two could better be very, than any very of those. Dangerous. Guys, but yeah. then they would lack a bench because they'd have to give a lot of their assets away. Yeah, they still have tons of picks, and I mean they'll have to trade some of it to get Davis, most likely. But yeah, yeah, yeah. well, we'll see when and if that happens. Yeah. But uh, the other matchup in the East, I don't think has been. I mean, it's whatever. It's been a decent matchup. It's, but it's a two-two matchup. So is it two-two? Yeah. It is. Yeah. 
Kyrie or uh, Kawhi each, went off. So yeah, each team won on their other team. Oh, that's court. right. I forgot Philly did go up two one. Wow, but, for whatever reason, yeah. I thought Toronto was up 2-1. Okay, okay. Then. Yeah, they leveled it up. I brain farted on that. I forgot that there was another game in there that Philly won. Yeah, Philly I, won game one, I think. No, maybe. Philly won game two and three. I think oh, Toronto yeah. snuck game one. Yeah, at Philly. Yeah, now they're going right. back to Toronto. Yeah. And so, that's where they're looking to try to get the lead. But the real question oh, yeah, is, 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 who do you think is the better player, Embiid or Simmons? Because so I was oh. actually listening to Colin Coward today talk about that. And he said if he had to choose, he would take Simmons. And he said the reason why with Embiid is how he gets injured too much. He gets injured, and then they, a lot of those guys were backlashing him a little bit, like the veteran guys, how I guess he was kind of complaining and, like, making the excuse that he was sick yesterday. And, like, even the and like like guys like Shaq oh, yeah. and Charles Barkley and were talking about it, and they're like, and Kenny Anderson, and they're like, hey, one of the greatest, the greatest player of our generation had some of his best games sick. I mean, it's like not saying that, you know, you can't compare yourself to Michael Jordan, but... It, the bottom line is he's like, this is what you play for the playoffs. It's like, even if you are sick, which I mean, it sucks. People get sick. It happens. And we've all been there. So we know it's not easy to play, like even move when you have a fever and stuff like that. But you can't be blaming it on that, I don't think. And you got to just, they've just said for a while, Embiid's got, he's a lot of talk and a lot, you know, gets injured a lot and stuff like that. And they say Ben Simmons is the one he would rather have on his team. So if I really did have to choose tomorrow, especially with like, you know, their, their age and stuff, I would take Ben Simmons over MB to start a team around if I had to choose between one of those two. Andy? Yeah, I think I think Embiid is just he doesn't he's just not like other players. I don't think he's he wasn't raised in yeah. the game and how players act, which some of it is like a little old fashioned, but like you know, like in the old days you didn't you didn't talk trash to people like to the media, like maybe in the game of course. But like you never you never uh, ever um you know talk down to your opponents and kind of make fun of them. And that's what Embiid's all about is just like commenting on other series, making fun of. He made like a three-one reference about the Warriors uh, blowing the three-one lead to Cleveland, which was like four years ago. Now. And the funny thing yeah. is, is that Embiid's never even been to the yeah. finals. But then so stuff like, like that also that the sick no no player like in the eighties and nineties would ever make that excuse because yeah. you're just not supposed to. You just be like, you know, I didn't play well. I I need to do better. You don't make excuses. You just come become better the next the next day. Yeah. So it's just a really different mindset for him but you got to be okay with it because he's maybe the he's probably the second most insufferable player in the nba it's just that he has those injury problems like next to Giannis, yeah. he's just so much super dominant just physically imposing and yeah well especially in a day and age now where there's not that many dominant bigs anymore yeah. a lot of the players are like wing players and stuff like yeah you've got your dominating guys still that are on the i mean you got big dominating guys like lebron and durant but they're not it's not they're not down low players like Embiid is or like Giannis can be and stuff. But it's like, yeah, I don't know. I just think he's too focused so too many times on going onto Twitter or in the media and making comments to other teams and whatnot. But you know, he's uh, I, it's just gonna be a bummer for him because the path he's going, that guy's only gonna be. No one should be surprised if that guy's only in the NBA a few more years because you can only get injured so much and it could take one. I hope. I hope big he's... one. Stays longer. I mean, well, got, I mean, I do too. I'm not, guys I'm not like who have brain like, for him to get hurt, but yeah. I'm saying he's gonna just don't be surprised if it happens. You know, he or he could slowly fade away. He might never be what he. There's, there's yeah, I mean, there's be. always that. There's, I mean, Sean Livingston hasn't been hurt in what like ten years it seems like. Yeah, but he's just not. He's a seventh man for yeah. a decade yeah. now. So mm-hmm. it's something like that where Embiid's a guy who can only play 22 minutes a game. It's no longer an all star. Well, right surprisingly, there. he's been playing a lot more minutes now that they've yeah. gotten in the playoffs, but. So shows a lot of upside, can't be reliable. I'd have to probably go at Simmons as well, just because you know, he's younger. He all he has to do is develop a shot. He's physical and he's a mismatch for a lot of defenses. 
He's got a solid upside. Well, where does Jimmy Butler come into this play? Do we believe no, in him? Gone. He's he's out. You don't. He's not, not coming back next year. Okay, good. They, he's they're out. They're gonna bring back uh, Tobias. That's yeah. what we're gonna go with. Even though Butler's showed up big for them, he's been important. I think he's just kind of Butler, it's not gonna fit. Butler's just such an interesting person because it's like he was good on those Chicago teams. Like he was really good, and then like he went to Minnesota and it looked like oh that's gonna be good for him, and then he just didn't get along there. And it just seems like he's slowly. His production is slowly going down. It's like it's almost like when you look at a, uh, that lineup and you see Butler on there, you don't even look at it and you're like, oh no, they got Jimmy Butler. It's kind of just like, okay, they got Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Like it's just not the same Jimmy Butler it was a couple years ago when he was on Chicago. He's canned. So it'll be interesting because he's still young, but he's got to be in his late twenties, right, or mid twenties. Yeah, he's probably just around thirty right now. Yeah, so, so he's still got. You would hope a few years left if he can just get in the right system. But it's also with me with Jimmy Butler, the biggest thing with him, truthfully, I think is his attitude. He just doesn't seem like. And I'm not saying he's a bad person because I actually just saw a video recently about how he were, he gave he had a little Easter thing for all the people that work for the yeah, I saw that too. for the Phil for the Philly I mean the Phillies the Sixers for like the, uh, the staff what, what can, yeah like the arena and stuff like that which is pretty cool because those are the behind the scenes people that you know and it's and they're not making obviously nearly what anywhere in the neighborhood yeah, of what these guys make so it's pretty cool that this guy just basically throws around like fifty thousand dollars that's probably whatever to him to have a good time for all these people but uh. So I'm not saying he's a bad person by any means, but I'm just saying I think like it's just his attitude's not a winning attitude, in my yeah. opinion. Especially being with Coach Thibodeau for so long, and then they have like a really bad falling out. It really goes to show you what kind of player he has. Yeah. Bad chemistry. But anyway, for so sure. I think that's the East. Shifting to the West, we've got a game going right now. Yeah. Houston and Golden State. You got an update? I do. Uh, right now with about like, I think like six minutes left in the first or so. Or second, I mean. Oh, foul, 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 foul. 39 to 44. There you go. Rockets. With like what? Five Five minutes left. Five minutes left in the second. So there you go. I don't know what that was. Joe. So the Rockets going to pull this one out? Nope. This game? No. Yeah. I think. Possibly the game. Yeah, this game maybe, but not this series. Because if Golden State, especially if Golden State loses this game, they're going to come out swinging game. Oh, wow. Game five because they know they can't lose that. And then we'll just see what happens. But. That Houston, uh, the thing is, like, the way you beat Golden State is, I mean, look at this. Like he said, with five minutes left in the second quarter, I mean, Golden State only has 39 points. I mean, that's how you have to beat them is you have to play the physical defense on them. But Houston, I mean, we were watching the first quarter, and I know Sean has his strong opinions about James Harden. It is kind of tough to watch him play sometimes. Like, it is just so much pitching, and then it's fouls and stuff, and then it's like he got hit in the head, and he was on the ground for, like, five minutes. It was this delay. They had to go to a timeout, and then he stayed in the game. It's like, in my opinion, if you're going to get hit like that and make a scene like that, at least go to the locker room, even if you don't want to be checked out. Get checked out for, like, a minute just to, like, make me feel like you weren't wasting everybody's time. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. He's well, a baby. Can't argue it, though. He plays the game well because he knows the oh, damn no, rules. And unfortunately, yeah, he's a great shooter. They, that's how they got the lucky. That's how they got lucky last year because they had lost Draymond, and he got in foul trouble. But, you know, strategically, if you're a team, you want to take somebody out, you have to plan around getting them out of the game. That's how I feel like Denver is going to lose because when Joe gets not in the game, everything goes the opposite way. Well, let me say something about this series before we move on to yeah. uh, True, Jokic true, true. Yeah, I had to mention Jokic. But <laughs> yeah, no, we'll get to <laughs> that game. We'll get okay, that so series. this guy's got the ball in his hands all the time. The clock's, you know, two minutes, last shot of the game. Are you going to give it to Harden or what? Who's going to give it to Harden? He the already Rockets. has the ball. Yeah, he. Uh, I obviously assumed oh, you were yeah. talking about Capella when you said he always has the ball. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, Harden. So he, he he does touch the ball like eh, a fair amount of time, I guess. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, obviously he's going to shoot the ball. Oh. It's it's been an interesting series because it's like 
it kind of seemed like it was over after Golden State won those first two games. Yet I think they won by a combined like six points or something. Well, now mm-hmm. even a little so. quick update. They're now up by twelve with Houston. four minutes left. So I mean, they Maybe. go into that half. I mean, if... Golden State just doesn't look like they want to take it. They just don't have. Well, and, that, and now I mean, going back to what we were saying at the beginning about the possible finals matchup. If Golden State does get there against Milwaukee, it's going to be a tough road for Golden State. It took them six games against the Clippers. Yeah. They lose tonight. It's going to take them at least six against Houston. That's assuming they even get past Houston. And then you have to face, you know, the series we're about to get into right now, Portland or Denver, which, you know, those are two teams that will wear you down at least, you know. Yeah. So that's I, – I don't know, honestly. Like, who knows? Maybe we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Maybe the Warriors aren't even in the finals. Maybe this, this is well, the end of the Warriors altogether. If the Warriors don't make the finals this year, it's 100% the end of them. I don't know what's wrong with Curry. Here's Curry's a big stat right I want to point out. his finger. Right now, uh, just with four minutes left in the sec- uh, in the second, three point uh, shots. You got Curry has one for five, Durant O of one, Thompson one of two. That's pretty shitty. Well, it's all Curry, that's really. But shooters gonna shoot, and yeah. you know that they're a second half team a lot of the times because they all they oh, have yeah. to do is they're start making their buckets. One of their players yeah, gets I, hot I and then lights out. All <laughs> both halves team. Um, they've been cold. I mean, it's bound yeah. to happen eventually, you know. Well, there's been but, this uh, debate, I think kind of really ramping up this last week that like okay who's the best player now LeBron is like retired now basically that's how they're speaking but Durant kind of has taken over for the Warriors Kawhi's had a really nice run uh, with the Raptors and then Giannis is probably going to win MVP and then he still got Harden so it's like who's who's the best player in the league and Curry is just nowhere to be found anymore and I no. I always I, you know, I, I hate I hate the guy I hate the way <laughs> he carries himself on the, on the court even though he might be a great person just the way he like plays on the floor he always seems like he's smirking at you um he's six foot three i think I, that's just the thing just that did, i don't you know i just don't like it but i always said that's the guy like all that all always that question who do you start a team with for one year i would always start with curry just because that that shooting is just not gonna be able to replicate and it's so it opens up everything for everyone else mm-hmm. but there's something like a little broken with him right now and you said it's a finger but maybe maybe it's a little mental problems right now maybe with yeah. durant supplanting him is is yeah, but Got arguably he's going to go down as one of the greatest shooters of all time. Oh, of course. For a shooter, he'll like, for a shooter as, like, he, quali- like Curry. He'll go down as the greatest yeah. shooter the greatest. of all time. Okay, so he's going to go down the greatest shooter of all time. But that team is so stacked that anybody could get on fire at any time and yep. catch up. So that's what always makes him a threat, and they always say that the third but championship is the hardest. At, at well, their he's best. already got three. Yeah. When the Warriors are they're at their back best. Back-to-back, though. Now they're about to go three-peat. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, then, yeah, that, if that's what you're talking about. But, yeah. To me, when the Warriors are at their best, and they showed it game one against the Clippers, is when Curry goes on one of those little, like, 11-point oh. streaks by himself. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. when he starts, like, smirking at you, and the mouthpiece comes out. And it yeah. enrages no, the other team, and it gets them to play worse. No, I agree. And and I think and that's when they're But the they're other really... thing is, too, is that's why I think the Warriors were even so good before Durant got there, before even the Splash Brothers was a thing, is because that team feeds off each other's energy so well. Because yeah. so many times, like, when they lost that series to Cleveland, their energy guy was out. They didn't even have Durant yet, and Draymond Green was out. And people are thinking, like, oh, they'll be still fine. They still got Thompson. They still got Curry. Like, it doesn't matter. But Green was their energy guy. And when they didn't have that in there, that team, it's weird, but that team really does fuel off of energy. Because it's exactly like you said. It's whenever they have one of those third quarters when it's like, oh, Curry just made us 4-3 in, like, um, three minutes. And it's like, oh, he's got eight threes. He's just made alone in this quarter. And it's like those are the quarters they really do drop, like, 48 points. And that's when all of a sudden you looked up at the scoreboard and you're down by 38 when you were just down by, like, Four. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it, ha- it definitely. You're right about that. They do feed off that energy. So if you prevent those like little streaks from happening, they're a beatable team. And the thing with them too is they get so frustrated so easy. 
Like they start bickering. Like Durant starts getting upset. Curry starts bitching. Thompson starts like waving his hand around. Like he's like his mom just told him to clean his room or something. And then green gets heated. So, I mean, there is some good news for them. Um, if they do advance, Marcus Cousins says he's going to come back. Oh, I, for, so. I completely forgot I saw about that. Him. I completely <laughs> might forgot be coming about back him. early, too. Yeah, yeah they might need him. Well, there's like a, not much time left in the season. <laughs> oh, they're going to make it all the way. But if we don't, we, then we, we have the next. Well, I'm saying like we don't. Like if Golden State doesn't make it into the finals, then we got the other teams in the Western Conference. And this uh, series looks pretty close. Yeah, Portland, Denver now 2-2 after um, – could be 3-1 Denver after – an incredible Friday night. Two games played. Quadruple overtime <laughs> game that uh, had some questionable moments for me, but I don't. I agree with what you said, Andy. They did that. Was that in the Duke game also? No, Texas it was the Texas. It was the finals. We I talked don't about like it too. That. I don't like that. Yeah, you it's... review and you can like slow it down so far that you could tell like, oh, they grazed the other yeah. guy. When yeah. it's like really, it was the guys, hit, the guy hitting the ball out of bounds that caused it to go out of bounds. So mm-hmm. why not just say it's off him? Because that's what refs always do. Yeah, I mean, it's the the truth is, yeah, the last touch by Lillard or whoever it even was. It wasn't that was on. Yeah, it was Lillard. It was, was Lillard. It was Murray. No, it was McCollum. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Was it McCollum? It was McCollum. Oh, okay, it was McCollum that hit it out of Murray's hands. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that sounds right. That's and it sucks it for Murray because it goes down as a turnover in a you know tight yeah, moment when he had stats. a really good game and it's like. Yeah, so I mean, from the, you know the facts of it all, yeah, that's how it happened, but. We all played the game. That's fucking bullshit. That it Yeah, no, we've talked about ball. that a lot of times. Whenever you hit it out, it's you know, if that play happens in the first quarter, that's the funny thing. It doesn't even get reviewed. It's Portland I mean, it's Denver's oh, yeah. ball, no one even cares. But whatever, I guess that's how the new games have come and now it's reviewing everything in the last two minutes, I guess, and that's just what I guess we have to get used to as fans, is that that stuff is going to happen. But uh that series is good, it's two two. I mean, uh like you said, that first game, uh Denver got it at home and then Portland came back and beat them game two. And then once they got to Portland, the series got pretty exciting. I mean, game three was electric four overtimes. Crazy. And then, uh, didn't need to go that far. They had that jump ball too that, you know, angered me. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. But I think my only thing with that is, I mean, it's late in the game. I mean, we always think about these players are tired. Those yeah. refs are tired too. Those refs Should've are running up and she got, Oh, do over, do over. Is that bad? Those refs are, we don't think about that though, that those refs are, middle-aged men that are some old men that are not yeah. even, that are not nearly in the shape as these basketball players and hey they're running up and down the court also yeah, they don't get to call timeout for themselves Andy. so they get i think that whole thing is i agree it probably wasn't the best but you're a 50 something year old man and it's you've been running four overtimes three overtimes you're just ugh. but uh yeah i mean that's unfortunate i guess for that but who knows i mean even if it was a great jump ball you never know what could have happened it could have gotten tipped that way something could have gotten tipped someone could have taken an elbow to the mouth maybe it saved someone's life Andy. yeah Butterfly effect. Well, I, yeah. I, I believe in the Nuggets, and they were able to. Uh, yeah, no, that's a good team. Come back and two two, and they go back home. Four, yeah. So uh, I want to see Portland win that one. I mean, I'd prefer Portland to win that series too. But I mean, if it if Denver faces Golden State, I mean, I'll be cheering for Denver. The problem is Sean, Sean's body shaming Nikola Jokic. Yeah, I really. So it's funny you say that because Jokic <laughs> is an incredible player. He's, oh yeah, absolutely. He's. Uh, I was listening to that today too. Uh, Coward was also talking about that, and he said how he thinks out of all a lot of the players in the NBA, like he's one of the most valuable people to his team with his skill, his talent, what he's, he means to the team. Yeah, he's a tremendous. And then one asset. of the first things he said too is. It's, he's like, the guy does not have an NBA body, though. Yeah. He's like, you are not. You look at him, and that's not. you don't think NBA player. No, he looks like an extra from heavyweights. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, just 
Oh, go ahead, Joe. He's a solid big, but he also adds all the skills that you need in the, today's game. He spreads the floor. How he old shoots is threes, he? and he's a great passer. Jokic? Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I think he's Jokic? only like 24 or something, dude. Okay, something see, I really thought he was young. like 21 yeah. or something. No, he's, like, he's 23, he's like kid, and Murray's 22. And yeah, that's a young that team. That's what's also scary about 21. Them. It's like they, they got a lot of young talent, yeah, and they they're just getting started. So. They stay healthy and connected. They'll they'll be a team to look out for. for but my money's on Portland. So one thing that is interesting about this series is that Whoever the wins the Golden State Houston series is going to get an easier road because these two teams are kind of like beating the shit out of each other. Uh, yeah. One guy has the broken nose. Yeah. Uh, Jokic has been banged up. Cantor is going like to fall apart. Yeah. Out there. I think he knows. Like He's like, I'm going to get kidnapped and probably my life is over after this series. <laughs> Turkish government's going to get me. So just give it, just yeah. give it my all. Yeah. He's getting the shit kicked out yeah. of him. If we don't give him American citizenship just after this season, like, what are we doing? That's the whole, the whole thing. He doesn't have citizenship. He's... So he's like uh, Tom Hanks in that movie. He's not allowed to go back to his country. And he's talking about Castaway, of course. Yeah. The Terminal. But, yeah. Victor Navorsky. So I don't know how we can't just be like, all right, you, we want you to stay. No, yeah, but you have to live you can, in JFK. Well, you can live in Portland, too. You mm. can't leave the arena. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you stay here at all times. But, all right, so the winner of the series, though, we're picking Portland, right? I think I, I still got Denver. He likes okay. Denver. I like Portland. So. I like Portland also. Fair enough. All right, well, uh, we'll shift now to uh, NHL. We've got the East Coast has already decided. The Carolina Hurricanes did end up sweeping the Islanders. They moved on. And as of about an hour ago, the Boston Bruins have finished off the Columbus Blue Jackets and uh, will be in the finals against Carolina. So, I mean, the way both those teams are playing should be a good series. Uh, I mean, I don't really have much input on a lot of it. I don't think. I mean, hockey. We talk hockey, but hockey's not really our expertise. Forte. Yeah, I found out that um, Carolina Hurricanes don't play in Charlotte. They actually play in Raleigh. That's pretty cool. Okay. So maybe Coach K will be at one of the games okay. or something. So massive. Carolina, I guess that's who I'll be cheering for because they're the underdog story right now. Because then you look over to the West Coast. We've got uh, Dallas and St. Louis are going Game Seven tomorrow, which will be an exciting game. It'll be in St. Louis. That's a going to be a great, you know, game just regardless because both those teams are very good. They're very similar teams also. And then we have a game seven going on right now, actually, with San Jose and Colorado. In Colorado, Colorado is down three-two, so they need to win this game to stay alive. I'd prefer Colorado to win. They're my uh, they're a fun team to watch. And right now it is zero to zero with four minutes left in the first. So that whole series has been lower scoring, but that just seems to happen in the playoffs. You know, you start, uh, you start, uh, more defense happens, maybe more fatigue, but, uh, San Jose, you know, I was telling someone, I think I hate to say it, but I mean, this could end up being, it's just almost like it could be the red carpet to them for this season. You know, a lot of the top other top teams in the West got eliminated Winnipeg and Nashville got eliminated early. Then you look over in the East coast and it's like, there's no Tampa Bay. There's no Washington. There's no Pittsburgh. I mean, this, if, if San Jose can get to the finals and they somehow get to go against Carolina or something. This will think will finally be their season. Yeah, I mean they've been good for a while now. Haven't haven't won yet, and but, uh, they've got some older guys like people would like to see them win. But my so. ultimate prediction, though, who I do think is going to win the Stanley Cup is Boston. Boston. And I, it'll be funny if they do because they would have made it three out of the four major sports. Three in a row at least, too. Winning the the championship because I think the Celtics have one game left, so I don't think yeah. the Celtics are gonna. And it's unfortunate, too, because that Celtics team's actually a really good team. It's just crazy they don't play to their potential, or else Boston could have possibly it's gotten a collection the... of good players. It's not Sweet. a good team. No, you're right. That's, That's a good point. All right. Well, yeah. 
as much as we hate San Jose, we're Ducks fans, of course, but you know San Jose is still in it. So let's see if maybe it's their year. They turn it around and don't get swept. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm mixed. You know, I'm, I don't care about the Ducks, but yeah, I mean, so I on like one side, Ducks, I like but... when when you know some veteran players have won before win. Yeah, but also fuck the Bay Area. They've had too much success. <laughs> yeah, my actually, I've actually a family in San that lives in San Jose has lived in San Jose my whole life. And so I actually, it's funny because actually there's little photos of me from when I was a kid that I'm actually wearing a San Jose Sharks shirt and stuff. And because I think when they had just come in the NHL, they were excited about it up there because it was their only hockey team up there the first time. It's a cool logo too. It is a cool logo. Like Like, I remember we even had a magnet on our refrigerator back when like people used to have like, we used to have like tons of magnets. I'm not talking about like magnets of like pictures and like shit that's going on. I'm talking about like fucking just random stuff. So uh, we did have a San Jose Sharks one. So I mean, I think like deep, deep, deep down a little bit of me. Is always like rooted for the sharks. Like I would never say that in front of certain friends because <laughs> they'd probably cry. But you know, there's always I don't mind seeing them win. I should say. And I like you said, I have always liked their logos. I've always liked their colors. But uh, we'll see. I think it's gonna end up being a uh, San Jose Boston in the finals. And if it is, that'll actually be a good Stanley Cup. But uh, yeah, like you said, uh, soccer hockey's not really our big thing. It's been all, every series has been good so far. I think the series will continue to be good. So, uh, but yeah. Now uh, I think we should we're gonna shift to another sport we don't talk about too much. Yeah, soccer. let's get out of America. Go! Yeah, we're gonna go to the soccer, the Champions League. Second leg is tomorrow for Barcelona and Liverpool. Barcelona won the first game 3-0, so Liverpool has to do some has some catching up to do. I watched that game. And it just uh, also I think Liverpool's top scorer Salah is gonna be out because I guess he did get a concussion in his game on Sunday or Saturday whenever they played. I think it was Saturday. And uh, so now they're absolutely fucked. Uh, I don't know if they're just going to have the heart. I think Messi will end well, up. Messi or Suarez will get one away goal that'll force Liverpool to have to score five, and it'll just be done. He only played like 20 minutes in the final yeah. last year, and, and they, they got fucked right after that. Well, they <laughs> did better than you'd expect. Yeah, it wasn't well, for that goalie. Yeah, but they're just they're just not a healthy team right now. Barcelona seems like they're playing with confidence. Messi looks great. That free kick was incredible. I think they're actually going to get the away goal. And force it so Liverpool would have to score five, and it's just not gonna, it's not gonna happen. But uh, the the Cinderella team, though, the team that everybody's cheering for, that's, you know, you've probably heard of them if you uh, even if you're not a big soccer fan, is that Ajax team. They're up 1-0 in the aggregate against Tottenham, and it was an away goal too, which, you know, is the tie-breaking, and they uh now get to go home, and that crowd is gonna be loud. They'll play on Wednesday. That crowd is going to be electric. They're going to be very into it, and they are going to be able to smell the Champions League final, and I think they're going to get the job done, and they're going to go to the finals against probably Barcelona, and that'll be an absolute David versus Goliath type matchup. You're going to have a team from the Netherlands that nobody really even knows about against Messi and Barcelona, and it'll be a fun game to watch. If somehow Tottenham ends up knocking off Ajax and ends up being Barcelona-Tottenham, then I mean I could give a shit. I probably wouldn't even like care to watch the game. But Ajax, I want to see. I want to see them. Well, yeah, I can't imagine Barcelona is all that popular of a team. They're kind of like a, a easy villain to root for. Yeah. So I feel like they're, they're like that. the Yankees around here. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are Barcelona fans, but it's like, you know, you're I'm just saying it's easy to root against them too. I yeah. Feel like oh yeah. A lot you of want people them don't to like Messi. And yeah. Stuff. But if you want Messi's the best, then shouldn't he win outright? He's, is he Can he, he get the there? Or who would stop him? It's not a rock paper scissors yeah. contest. <laughs> what team would stop him? Uh, well, Messi hasn't won a Champions League in a long time, so a lot of teams have stopped him. Oh shit! Yeah, what I want to know. I mean, is, the Real Madrid won three in a row. Would an MLS team technically be available or 
eligible to be in the Champions League? No, because it's a it's, league. It's all it's Europe. It's the Europeans. No, wait, no, it's not. Uh, I don't know. Are you asking if they can compete? Well, I mean, if the, yeah, if if I think if the MLS got better, and one of those like the best team in the MLS. I mean, the MLS they already. I mean, they already kind of do their own. Actually, no, I guess that's for countries. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think they kind of do like something similar with just kind of like the well, they, yeah, they play some games South against American other teams, teams but, but yeah, I mean, I, that's a good question. I think they, I think they like keeping it in out there. Yeah, it is Europe only. It's not. There's no. Yeah, the travel to Europe's like ridiculous. Asian league teams are really realistic. Yeah, but they do do the. Well, it's realistic because they play infrequent. Like the whole thing, the tournament takes place over what, like. Three four oh, months. It starts in October. Oh, it's that long. Yeah. yeah. It's the the, the so, stage games are in October, and yeah. then it, and then like the teams like Barcelona and stuff like it, like qualifying stage stuff is all like in October and stuff, and then like Barcelona and those guys, then you get to like the round of sixty four, and then that's when you'll start seeing like the top top teams that yeah. basically get like advanced automatically, and then they'll play teams that you've never heard of, like a team from Turkey or something. And they'll win that aggregate like nine zero, and then that's and then when it gets into the round of thirty two is when people start to that's when it gets like kind of more categorized and stuff and that's when it gets better yeah. and then it's the round of 16 and then you're basically already there because i mean they're playing around the other league's schedules right now there's still games oh, yeah. going on with these yeah teams. it would almost be too difficult i think to involve with the u.s and that because of the time like well, it's an eight hour difference wonder if that, like, that would be fun it's like you know chicago or something is in there for some random reason if you put together the mls all-stars could they actually could they yeah. even uh they actually, it's funny Win you say one that. one game in the round of 32. They do that stuff. They have, uh, those are actually one of the things they do is they'll do the MLS All-Stars versus a European team. Yeah. And so I've wrecked. seen it before where it's MLS All-Stars versus Real Madrid or MLS All-Stars versus Chelsea or MLS All-Stars versus, uh, like, I'm trying to think of other teams I've seen before, like Roma and stuff like that. And it's it depends what team it is. Like, I think the MLS All-Stars won it, like, last year or something like that when they faced well, there somebody. Well, was, wasn't there some game where it just – they played the entire third stringers like the European team. That's usually what happens when, yeah. when the Europe comes, when the European teams come out here, they don't, uh, they don't play, uh, they don't waste time. They yeah. don't even play. They don't, they don't, they don't they're out here. Cause it's, it's, it's more of like a, almost like a practice for them. Yeah. But actually I was just looking at, like you said, and this year, the MLS all-stars announces that they're going to play Atletico Madrid as their opponent. So, uh, that'll be, I don't know. I mean, well, it depends who plays. You know, if Atletico Madrid were to play all their top guys, then yeah, absolutely, they're they're gonna fuck them up. But there's some talent though. The MLS is getting some. They get these guys from that used to be European yeah, they get stars. Retirees, yeah. You know, they do. They get these older guys, but it's like the big three. I'm actually excited about that though because it, at least it does <laughs> make it more exciting for people to watch here. When Ibrahimovic came here, I know I was excited and everyone else was, and that first game he put on was insane. When he scored it from like. Half field almost. But it's crazy to think that a European player comes over to the MLS and does something like that. It kind of shows you that maybe they're just so weak, but it's like they have to eventually catch up or do that. Because, I mean, other than that, who would be the best just U.S. The, player? I think just the dream is like you want to play in Europe. I mean, imagine if you were a really good basketball player in Europe, like like a lot of these guys are. Where do they end up? They end up Luka in the U.S. Dunk, yeah, Dunk, Doncic. Dunk. I mean, that's a prime example. He was pro, a pro for Real Madrid. Out Wait, there. was your question if a MLS player could go over to the Euro? No, a, a team no, could. A team. Okay, like saying, if they okay. get good enough, could they play? Can in a, the can a U.S. go over to the Euro though? Yeah, a player individually. Yes. Yeah. Okay. There okay. has to be ones, okay. right? Yeah. There's already there's yeah there's a bunch of USA guys that are out there. There's uh the one guy that actually would that is the Asian guy that plays for uh, that actually went to UCI, that plays for our team. He was over there, and our best player 
Pulser or whatever. He's on uh like Dortmund, I think. I thought Josie was. No, there's another one now. Yeah, Pul- Pulitzer or whatever. The Pulitzer. Pulitzer. <laughs> yeah, prize. He's, wow. No, he's uh hold on. He's uh he's he's one of their best like goal scorers. Huh. Interesting. We got any good like young kids coming up? Who's the Tiger Woods uh, of soccer? That I don't know. I don't pay attention to any of that. Oh, no, but I just know after seeing this last FIFA World Cup, that guy from Paris tears it up. Um, no, France. Well, the same thing, right? No, they're not. God, they're not. I mean. Well, they are. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, uh, Pulisic, Christian Pulisic. He's like the USA is like one of their best scores, and he's on Dortmund, which is one of the better German teams. So, yeah, they some of our guys, are. we have a decent amount of guys, I think, that are like overseas out there. Can, can we tell some of our athletes to – make their sons play soccer like kind of figure it out you know like so lebron's son wants to play in the nba can we be like focus on soccer buddy we need we need a lebron of soccer it is kind of cool how like a normal basketball star ends up like breeding their child children to play the same sport but like that would be interesting if they like reared off onto another sport and became really athletic so um seth jones on the bruins is a defenseman his dad played the nba and it's like maybe his son wasn't going to be good enough to play in the nba but he had good genes, good athletic genes, and he could knock over some Canadians. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with that. You can go somewhere else. Yeah. So we could probably do that. We can, I mean, you hear all this high school in like uh, in the Valley there that has like every NBA player's sons. Yeah. You'd be like, start start a football. Or not, I call it football now. Wow. Look at that. He's start a soccer Indian. team. And he said, Justin. He <laughs> Justin. Andy, put your crepe They're never going to play football. Football's dead in American football. You're never going to see LeBron's son play that. No, oh, absolutely That's, not. It's only for kids in the South. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> anyway, we got uh, other sports news. I mean, we have. I mean, the U.S. Open's going to happen someday. I don't know. Oh, I guess we. Do we want to talk about the Kentucky Derby? Oh, and the controversy. I mean, I'm not, well. I'm not qualified to speak on I it. I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't have much are. knowledge of it. I know that uh, the horse I'd picked to win won momentarily <laughs> and then uh, was DQ'd for interfering the other horses, I guess, or something yeah, like that on the stretch. Off. And then, uh, which led to a 65 to one horse winning. So, you know, all power to him. I haven't heard anything of anybody winning a crazy amount of money on that. No, I and didn't see no, uh, our friend Chanel, she was next to somebody. She was placing the ba- the bets at the actual Derby. And she's like, some lady put on freaking some little sprinkles, like $5 or 10 bucks bet on the 65 to one horse and won like 35 K. She probably had to do more than that, but she won. Yeah, nope, yeah, she no, won. Yeah. She won. Wow. She just sprinkled some sugar on it. And she uh, said that she won. Sugar sounds like she sprinkled about $500 on yeah. it. Okay. Let's go. $500 on a 70 to one horse would be 35 K. So maybe that's, that's I mean, the out bet. there that's sprinkling. Yeah. 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 That's $5 yeah. to maybe some of those people out there, but yeah, I mean, yeah. It's I mean, not a bad tactic though. You know, I, I'm I had talking about like crazy boy. money. Like if a 65 to one horse wins, I mean, I'm talking somebody should have won like a million bucks. Type yeah. Oh deal. yeah, for sure. Like if you got the money to like say, fuck it, I'm drop, you know, 50 grand or something like, like what that. What was that That's thing? Like, oh, that like first time guy put on, oh, he put on tiger or something. Oh yeah. The first time gambler. Yeah. One, uh, oh, yeah. He put like, like $70,000 or something. Yeah. We won something stupid on tiger win the master. Yeah. I think he won like a hundred grand. I thought or something like that. Yeah. Well, I think he put 70 over. grand on him. Yeah, I think so he I think won. He won. Okay. That's like what it was. He won like 120, 120,000. No. Nope. I'm pretty sure he put 70 grand on whatever 12 to one or whatever it was. Oh yeah. Well, it cleared over 1.2. That's what it was. Okay. That's 1.2. Sounds right. Yeah. All right. We'll just go with that. 1.2 mil. Cause he was out at 13, to, 16 to one. We'll just stop it at that. Anyways, it was 1.2. Yeah. That's tiger. <laughs> we don't Nonetheless, he it's had to play any champions. Wrecking ball. <laughs> He's gonna be okay. Five dollars or thirty-five grand on sixty-five. <laughs> now, if he has to give some of it to his friends, how much does he have left, Joe? Uh, 
Tiger. Okay. Well, yeah. Do we have anything else uh, to get into? Obviously, uh, we're going to be monitoring that that halftime or that uh, Warriors game, which is in halftime right now. But their uh, Warriors are out on top, or no, they're not. Rather, Rockets are out on top, sixty-one to fifty-four. Okay, so they kind of lean, close the gap there a little bit. So all it I takes still think is a Warriors couple. win uh, this game. Yeah, I mean, I could see it. But in in defense, though, we have James Harden trying to be potentially an MVP candidate. I don't know if you guys want to give it him or not. Well, it's definitely a candidate. Okay, yeah, he's a candidate. I'm saying like he is, but like, do you two. really think he is? Just because he's the MVP people... in my heart. Okay, so he's no, an MVP. Andy. You'd pick him over thought. Giannis. Yes, that is correct. Okay, done deal. No, don't is, question, Andy. Giannis is, uh, in my opinion, 100 percent the MVP just because yeah, it's like that Milwaukee team. No one gave them. People well, knew. What I don't Houston like you anymore. Then Milwaukee. Milwaukee was gonna. Yeah. Uh, no one expected them to have the best record in the NBA, and then it's just like Harden. Harden's good game. I mean, like Harden's. I'll give it to him. He stepped up big time when, you know, Paul went out, and he did have that stretch of where he like what was it, forty point games that he kept having. And I think it was thirty five. Yeah, thirty five point games. And I'll be honest, I was lucky enough to be at the beginning of it one of the days and won some money on taking one of his overs of over like thirty two points when it was like probably four games into that stretch, and he hit that in the third quarter. So I mean, I was like, oh. So it was fun watching that, but I just think overall Giannis, I mean, it's just, if he's not going to get it this year, I mean, it's just kind of like, this was the think the year for yeah. him to get it. I mean, not saying he couldn't get it in the near future, but they don't, the MVPs are very kind of strict on who, who gets yeah. them type thing. Like, yeah. it's not like, you know, you never see guys like he's won eight in a row. Yeah. Well, I mean, Landry Sham is probably going to win the next six. So yeah, well, there you go. Maybe never three point. Contest. I mean, he's big, he came, he's big help for the Clippers. They have a strong yeah. future. I mean, it's just not even fair. He's so much better than everyone else in the NBA. Yeah. Just so dominant. All right. Well, uh, I think that's going to do it here for our sports pod. Uh, episode 113. I'm Sean. Join with me. We had wrecking ball. Oh, good night. <laughs> <laughs> That was my bad, I guess. Uh, <laughs> off-road Andy. Uh, that, I don't know what to say. Uh, what's left? And uh, Tony Katz. All right. See you guys later. This uh, podcast, by the way, has been brought to you by Simple Doggy, two Gs. Head to uh, simpledoggy.com and uh, use promo code TONY for 25% off and free shipping. It is the uh, dog leash you've been waiting for. But uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our entertainment pods. We'll see you later.